Hey folks and welcome to the Brotherhood Without Manners, a Game of Thrones podcast. I'm Ryan McBride and today I'll be hosting alone without my co-anchors. It's It's been a while since we made an episode last, maybe about a month. Uh, since then I've gotten a new job and I've been getting my teeth into that and the other guys are pretty busy too. And this episode I'll be just taking you through some of the big news that's come out about Westeros and Game of Thrones and everything in the last couple of weeks. What could that be, they might ask? It's off-season. Well, how about multiple Game of Thrones finales, eh? How about Westeros getting his own airport? How about Sam Tarly riding a dragon? Okay, that last part might be a stretch, but I'll chat about it anyway. If you're listening to me on iTunes, I would really appreciate it if you give this podcast a five-star rating and leave a lovely review. It would mean a lot to us here. Also, if you have any thoughts along the way, just direct them to our Twitter, at BrotherhoodPod, and we will read it and consider maybe even reading it out on air. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, on with the news. Kitta Harrington, who plays Jon Snow, said Game of Thrones will be bigger and better than it has ever been in Season 8. So, way to go, Kit. Some great insight there. We never expected that to happen. <laughs> Although, to be fair to Mr. Harrington, it must be so hard not to divulge information and still give interviews. I mean, the easiest way of dealing with, with that situation would be to say, oh, no, I'm not telling you anything to every question. Because if too many people give away too much information, too many slivers, then the whole thing gets out. And nobody wants that, really. I wonder how much of these quotes, though go through a publicist's hands on the way out so that you know people's appetites are sated, but they're still in the dark about what's going to happen in the last season. It's a kind of careful balance that you have to have. But also, this means that the actors are acting outside of the show, which is kind of really commendable, really. Uh, and all that might not even be enough if there is another leak like last year. Although Amelia Clark revealed to The Telegraph in the UK... That huge security has been put in place to stop a repeat of that. In her interview, she also revealed that none of the cast know what the actual ending is. Now, this is a quote. If there's ever a leak of any kind, don't believe it, because it's probably not true. So that's shit news for, um, I don't know, ISIS? Aren't they the ones who leaked it? Oh, fuck knows. Now, I suspect this could be a lie on her part, like the multiple endings, because... Sophie Turner, who plays Sansa, said the cast did a read-through and gave a round of applause and said it fits George Martin's vision of how A Song of Ice and Fire ends. Um, and also Nikolai Kostarwaldo, who plays Jamie Lannister, threw the notions of multiple endings in the bin by saying they know how expensive it is to shoot. You're not going to waste a hundred grand a day to shoot something that you're not going to use. It's not going to happen. Although they do like to keep us guessing, those dastardly D&D and their HBO honchos. Another fellow who's been giving out slivers of information is John Bradley, who plays Samuel Tarley in the show. Now, he dropped a particularly juicy hint that the characters will be in places that they've never been before. Now, what could that mean? Well, here's exactly what he told TV Ged about season eight. And this is a quote. These characters are so detailed and so rich, you can feel that you've got a pretty good handle on your character. You can predict how your character will react in any given circumstance. But when you place these characters in a new environment, 
is always putting them under a microscope and you constantly have to re-examine your character. Each of these characters this year is placed in a completely alien environment at some point in the season that they had never been placed in before. The thrill is seeing how they react to it and how they respond. This season, I think, more than any other, is stretching these characters. Now, is this specifically aimed at Sam? I think he's at each of the characters for a reason. I guess Sam, this next season, will be sitting at a table with the nobles, which is something he's never really done before and felt comfortable doing. I mean, he'll be left with books as well to feed into Bran Stark's Google search. Ask Jeeves, ask Bran. And he's already been north of the wall and killed a walker, so I think Sam's a man who really has done everything short of ride a dragon or warg or do magic by now. Like So, you know, what's outside his comfort zone now? And who else could he be referring to? I mean, is Arya going to have to adopt an ever so slightly lady life? Is Sansa going to have to murder someone? Or is Jon going to ride a dragon? Or Bran? What do you think? Tweet us at Brotherhood Pod with your opinions, because we'd really like to get some ideas up in this bitch. The possibilities are endless, and I think it's, it's worth doing another podcast on in the future. Now, there has been a really cool piece of news as well, and it comes from Belfast, Northern Ireland, where a lot of the series is shot. The airport there, Belfast Airport, renamed itself Westeros Airport in honour of Game of Thrones, so it's kind of cool. It's only a temporary measure, so it won't be allowed. It won't be around for long. Um, poor old George Best will have his name on the front of it again. Uh, be rolling around in his grave. But I think it's a great move for such an iconic show, and it's a, a fitting tribute. Tribute considering the tourism that the show has brought to the area. I mean, there's so many fantastic tourist trails and landmarks and stuff that are a magnet for fans. Like if. If they had a 747 that was painted like a dragon as well, that would be the next best thing. But I think naming, renaming the airport for a while is uh, is pretty cool. It's not the first time someone's done this as well. There's a, a town in Hertfordshire in England called Kings Langley. Now, I'm pretty sure you can guess what they renamed themselves. Yeah, King's Landing. They renamed it as King's Landing for a week just to put themselves on the map back in 2014. So it's 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 been done before and it could be done again. Who knows? Where else could they do it? What landmark or building or monument or object would you like to be named after Game of Thrones? Can try to come up with a few ideas. Uh, my co-host Jimmy came up with this one called Stormont's End. Now Stormont is, uh, if you know anything about Northern Ireland politics, you'll know they currently have no government and people seem to be okay with that for some reason, which, you know, that's kind of weird. Um, then Stormont Castle is where their, their, their parliament sits or their devolved parliament sits or are meant to sit because they're not doing it right now. They've been out for months. What the fuck's going on up there? Anyway, thanks, Jamie. Um, another one is the White House of Black and White. The House of Black and White? No? Yeah, no. I mean, you could paint Donald Trump's new digs black and white. Like, and he's fond of presenting things in black and white. Maybe it could work like that. It could even be better if, it, if it, you could read it like a barcode from space. Or a zebra. Also, you could probably name any plastic surgery place the House of Black and White because, you know, you're changing faces all the time. 
you could uh, change the Super Bowl to Cagain Bowl. You could uh, rename Dublin Bay to Blackwater Bay. Now, this is an interesting one because Dublin's original name comes from the Gaelic Doolin, which means Blackpool when literally translated. So, so renaming Dublin Bay to Blackwater Bay would be a nice, appropriate translation considering it's the capital of Ireland. However, that would make Dublin itself King's Landing, and I think any Dublin person, any dub, would resent you for attaching them to British royalty. So I think it would fall in deaf ears for that reason. You could rename, like going outside of Ireland, you could rename Florida to Dorne because it's sunny and it's sandy, and there's, according to television, there's lots of Hispanic looking folk there. And you know, it, it kind of stands out from the rest of the country geographically as well as culturally. Um, you could rename Fort Knox as the Dread Fort because they both have fort in the name and the, I don't know, they skin all the money you have there. I wonder if that's where the term skint came from. Skin, skin, skint. But they're all pretty terrible. Can you think of any better ones? Please let us know. Tweet at Brotherhood Pod and spill the beans. Now, many characters in Game of Thrones are divisive, but the one everyone loves unconditionally is Elena Terrell and we were also bitterly disappointed when she was killed off even if it was that badass way well almost all of us were bitterly disappointed because the actress that played her Diana Rigg said it was about time the old bag crooked controversial she was given an interview about the show Victoria which she uh, made an appearance and she's she's, uh, one of the new stars of that show and uh, this is what she said I will miss playing Elena Terrell in Game of Thrones because it was a great part, but all good things come to an end sooner or later, and I think it was about time that the old bag croaked. I'm doing another sort of waspish lady, the Duchess of Bucklew in in Victoria, so I'm carrying on with that particular side of the character in a way. So, I guess she's trying to appeal to Game of Thrones fans to watch her new show, uh, Victoria, it's another like royalty political drama etc etc but you know maybe Diana's been through the the mill in her career I suppose she knows when to end on a high note before people are sick of you but yeah what do you think I don't know what to think now in reaction to our last episode uh, where we talked about uh, the phrase and how they could possibly have a comeback. We had some interesting comments on Facebook. Now, these were shared on one of the Game of Thrones Facebook groups, which you can find online. Um, yeah, we speculated that there could be more Frey time next year, with a new Frey daughter being introduced, possibly called Sarah. And there was a Sarah Frey in the book, so, and there, there was a Sarah, Sarah something cast. So it was very possible. And there's still lots to be explained in the twins, since all the men there were slaughtered. It's worth looking there again rather than being left in the dark. It wouldn't have been included if it was going to be pointless is what I think. Anyway, there was an argument in the comments section about how dedicating time to the phrase would be unlikely. Which, you know, it's a reasonable stance to have. You can back it up. However, someone really went over the top when they were arguing. They were like, if you honestly think they were going to dedicate precious little screen time in the final six episodes to announce a new phrase that no one gives a shit about, you have no idea what this show is about. Just saying. Now, that comment, I think, is really drastic. There is precious little screen time in season six, and we still got all of this 
crap, you know, aria training scenes, which we didn't really need. Conversely, as well, there is precious little screen time in season 7, and the effect of that was that the Stark reunion was stilted and made no sense. However, in both of those seasons, Arya the Twins was included twice. This could have been for Arya's storyline, but, you know, come on. A hundred men poisoned, and you're expecting zero fallout from that. And you're telling me that I have no idea what the show is about. Uh, it seems a little unusual that George Martin would let them off with that. Or Dan and Dave. Like, firstly, those twins is such an important strategic base, and it'll stay that way whenever the White Walkers march south. Secondly, every every action in Game of Thrones has a reaction. You might say it was a Red Wedding reaction in the first place, and I agree with that. But also... Arya went and left some of the wolves alive exactly as she warned them for doing. And this could come back to bite her, I feel. These huge things wouldn't have been left in if they didn't, if they weren't going to have an effect on the overall plot. And let, like, let's not have, let's not have hate against other people. Like, keep personal insults out of this. Everyone's entitled to their theories and opinions and stuff. And yes, including the virus merman theory, even though everyone discredits it, no matter how wonderful and sense-making it is, it's going to happen. Uh, if you have any predictions for Season 8 to share um, for the next episode, uh, please let us know here at Brotherhood. Um, find us on Twitter at Brotherhood Pod, on Facebook at Brotherhood Without Matters Podcast, on Tumblr the same, and on hearthis.com. At where you can hear all of our previous episodes, including one with Grey Area, the YouTuber, two weeks ago, which is really good fun, and she gives a lot of interesting juice to her sweet summer children via me. Uh, and that's it. Thanks very much for listening to the podcast today, and uh, I hope to see you all on the other end of the long night.